0: Carrie Beck with How to Homeschool My Child and as I told you I was going to be here today to talk about Advent and Christmas and how we can tie homeschooling in with that and sort of reduce all the stress, the overwhelm, finding time. Those seem to be the things that everyone's struggling with. So I've got some ideas for you that I want to share today and I've got some resources that I think will help you as well. And so we're gonna go ahead and get started. I know I'm just a couple minutes late, but I'm glad that you are here. And if you're here, just um, pop something in the comment box and maybe, since we're talking about Advent and Christmas, maybe just tell me um, your favorite thing about Christmas or Advent. That would be great to sort of share as we go. So I decided that today, uh, yesterday I was outside because it was beautiful and then I was in front of our fall uh, scene This is a Christmas tree, but it's really not a Christmas tree. It is a year-round tree. I change the ornaments um, through every season. And so you can see most of these have some oranges and browns because it is my fall tree. But I figured it was the closest thing to a Christmas tree if I'm going to talk about Christmas. So we're sitting here. All right, let's talk about this. We've got Advent and Christmas. And sometimes that can be the most stressful. I will just tell you. That um, yesterday, I mean yesterday, this evening, I'm going to talk about my hardest um, holidays, which was last year. And I've had several in the last few years, but I'm going to talk about that. And how do we get through it with joy when it's hard? So I'm not going to talk about that today. What I want to talk about is how we can find time to do the things that we think are most important and keep the main thing the main thing. So let's talk about Advent. What is Advent? It actually begins usually the Sunday after Thanksgiving and runs until Christmas. Now, it sort of depends on the calendar. Maybe sometimes it starts the week after Thanksgiving. But it's a four-week time period. Hi, Leslie. We did Advent growing up. It was simple, but I still remember it. That is awesome because we didn't do Advent. I discovered it while we were homeschooling. And I wanted my kids to understand and sort of know. The word Advent really has... a some basic meanings and it means anticipation it means arrival and it's us looking forward to that grand feast the celebration the feast of christmas the celebration of jesus christ's birth here on the earth and so how do we spend our time from thanksgiving to christmas doing it as most of you have said we get the joy sucked out of us and so we don't really get the full meaning. I had one person write on there, I wish my kids understood that Christmas was about the presence, like the presence of God, not the presence under the tree. And I thought, that's really pretty clever. So I can't remember who said that, but I thought that was really good. We need this ought to be a time that we are soul searching. We are on our knees. We are looking to God a time that we take Thanksgiving a great holiday that gets us focused on God and what he's done for us praising him and thanking him and we ought to continue that attitude into Advent season as well. And so I think it's really important. I think it's really important that we spend time in God's Word. And I just realized I did not print out. But um, I do have an Advent Bible reading schedule. And that's uh, one of the things that I offer. But I would find some sort of Bible reading schedule. I have had Advent calendars that I have used as well that actually pop up and tell you, like, uh, a character of God. You know, see, I have all these... um, props and they're all sitting in the other rooms and i actually have some props that are sitting right there that i'm probably going to grab in a second but um because i forgot to bring them here um but there are lots of ways that you can read your bible but i think it's important that we celebrate advent anticipating christmas and then let's say during that christmas season the week of christmas we really focus on christ's birth and then after that this is the coolest thing i mean i learned this about 15 years ago There's a season called Epiphany. Some of you may have even already know about Epiphany, but I didn't learn it until I was in my 40s and 50s. And it's actually the time from the birth of Christ to when the wise men arrive to worship Jesus Christ. And it is 12 days. Guess what? That's where they get the 12 days of Christmas. And so I think it's for me, I wish I, when my kids were younger, had even spent some time celebrating Epiphany more and explaining the 12 days of Christmas. They weren't just a song that we sing before Christmas. They were actually, every single one of them have a point and a symbolic Christian symbol forum because see back in those times there was a time that if you spoke about something that was spiritual or biblical you could die or get thrown in prison so what they did was they came up with this song that represented the stories about the gospel and about God and that type of thing for instance three turtle doves father son and Holy Spirit so that's the thing we did start to implement something called the Feast of Epiphany which is at the end that's January 6th 5th or 6th, I don't quite remember, but we would celebrate that and we had a special meal that we would have at that time as well. Now that's sort of a big overview of the time between Thanksgiving and into January. Before I go any further, I'm going to share some resources that I think would be helpful to you. And Teresa, thank you for coming and she didn't do Advent as well, but something she wants to do with her kids and there are some really fun things that you can do to really impress on them what it's all about. What I would um, like to also say is some of you, I've told you yesterday, I took a break from Thanksgiving to January and we didn't do formal school. We actually tied everything into Christmas, everything into the holidays. So that if my kids were baking, that was math. If they were writing letters to Christmas letters or thank you notes, that was writing and I just didn't worry about it some of you are like oh I make that up I made that up back in the summer and I was like I never even thought about making up that time I just figured God gave us this wonderful season we're gonna enjoy it and we're taking a break in the summer and you know what my kids turned out okay they all have college degrees they all well they don't all work because some are stay-at-home moms but they all had jobs at one time it was not like that deterred them they still learn everything they need to learn in their homeschool. So if you take a break from Thanksgiving to Christmas or January 1st, I personally wouldn't worry about it unless your state is requiring that you, you know, check in a certain number of days. Maybe my state did, but I never worried about it. So let's show you some resources. Oh, I don't have the cover to this. Let me see. Here it is. Okay. I showed some of these yesterday but I'm gonna go into more detail the first one is a Christmas celebration and again it goes with Advent Christmas and Epiphany so what I want to do is show some of you the pages that we're actually going to use this is one of my favorite pages because it's the beginning of this book and it says why share these ideas with your kids and Edith Schaefer who's married to Francis Schaefer who was long before most of y'all were born but when I was in the 70s he was a big Christian uh, apologist or something But his wife wrote a lot of things about the home and raising kids and making your home the gospel center. And she says, there's something about saying we always do this, which helps keep the years together. Time is such an elusive thing that if we keep on meaning to do something interesting, but we never do it, year would follow year with no special thoughtfulness being expressed in making gifts, surprise, charming table settings, and a familiar favorite food. Tradition is a good gift intended to guard the best gifts. So traditions are a good thing. And I think it's really important that we have Christian traditions, ones that will help you as well. What I like about this is, this book actually starts in November. So we have November 11th, 23rd, 25th, and 30th, and the different celebrations that you can actually teach your kids. Uh, Martimus, St. Clement's Day, St. Catherine's Day, and Andrew, St. Andrew's Day. I'm not going to show you everything, but there are a ton of ideas in Advent, like St. Nicholas Day on December 6th, and how did they celebrate? What was St. Nicholas all about? Boniface, who I told you the story yesterday about. St. Lucia, who is the patron saint of light, and Jesus is really the light of the world. And how do they celebrate that? I share a blog post here in Top Picks about that as well. Lots of ideas. But I mentioned Advent calendar, and there are the kinds that you put on the refrigerator and you you know, open the little doors. But here it gives you some other ones. Here's um, some gift bags. Here's a pocket thing. And this is actually a fun one. It's a muffin tin. And so actually the kids pull something off and inside is maybe an activity that you've actually chosen that ties in with your homeschool. And it gives you exactly how you can make these things as well the other thing that it does is it will give you christmas carols this is one of my favorite christmas carols "O come O come emmanuel and then at the bottom of it it says homeschool tie-in and it gives you three ideas that you could tie in you could use it for copy work you could talk about what the words mean this i don't know why but about 15 years ago this song just spoke to me and every year i just love it and especially when they sing it right at the beginning of advent we go on and we talk about the traditional um, Advent uh, traditions here we have Holly and the Ivy and it tells you about what it comes from so each one of these like stockings it'll give you the explanation and you can go over that with your kid with your children as far as how that ties in God is my strength during the Christmas season there's a verse and then it tells you how you can use God as your strength another idea here that's included is the family devotion jar And it says, before your family devotions, let a child choose a slip of paper. And in each piece of paper is one of your Advent readings. So your kids actually get to choose what you're gonna read about. And then one of my favorite things uh, also is a, a memory calendar of some sort. I do those on the calendar as well. But that again goes back to the tradition that Edith Schaefer was saying. Year after year after year, we do these things. And so then it also gives you some ideas of that week of Christmas and what to do. Christmas books. I'm not going to show you pages of all that, but there's good Christmas books, Christmas movies. And you know, if it's too much to do in the evening, do this during the day when you normally have homeschool. Turn it around. Your kids are excited. You're struggling for your kids to love learning. Take something they love, Christmas, and turn it into a learning experience um leslie says i used have 24 pocket over the door shoe organizer that is awesome you know those things that pop over and you put your shoes in you could use that for your advent calendar as well then i mentioned epiphany epiphany is the 12 days of christmas and there's several helps in this book about it but here is one of them this is on the second day of christmas two turtle doves represent the old and new testament and what it does too is it gives you very small little gifts if you decided to use epiphany as your gift giving season small little gifts that you could give for instance you could give them since it's old and new testament you might give them a new bible a family gift of a set of bible commentary something as simple as bread and honey because the word of god is the bread of life you could actually or you could just make some bread as well and then it has a homeschool tie-in do a word study on bread and honey in the Bible. Draw your own conclusions. On the third day of Christmas, three um, bread shins. And oh, this is the three gifts of the Spirit um, l- love, hope, and faith. Faith, hope, and love. Anyway, each one of these is explained so that you don't have to figure it out. You don't have to go looking it up. It is all at your fingertips. And you can just use this through the whole Advent season, Christmas season, and Epiphany and that will actually get you through, and you could use it as your homeschool. Another thing that you could use for homeschool, and some of you have mentioned this, this is, I mean, I keep saying this is my favorite, but anyway, is the Star of Bethlehem. This, I told the story yesterday, came out of a um, me watching the Star Bethlehem presentation by Rick Larson, and what I did was I created a Bible study that my kids and I could actually use, and we could dive into it ourselves. Now, what I've done for you is I've shown you how you can use it as an individual study for your child, a family Bible study, or a parent-led Bible study. In the beginning, you're going to start more with science, so we're going to talk about astronomy, astrology, and then we're going to make a chart. Look it up and look at the differences and the similarities between astronomy and astrology. And then we're going to go on and start looking at some background information. This whole Bible study is centered on Matthew 2, which is when the wise men come to Herod, they're looking for the baby Jesus. And there are nine clues in here. This is some background information, and we use our lens, our, put on our glasses, the lens of Scripture to determine what is going on. So this is the clues or the nine points of the star, and there are questions here, and then there are um, the little magnifying glasses are the clues, and you are going to look for those, and it's going to sort of explain those as you go. When you're finished finding all nine clues, then you're going to start to analyze it from a scientific standpoint, from astronomy, and then we're going to look at the heavenly bodies, and this is just the first page without a meteor, a comet, you look that up, you look at all these different astrological bodies and then you start to decide is that what the star really was Um, because basically it talks about how it stopped and moved forward or something or backwards can't remember right now but it will take you through the entire study of the star and help you come to a conclusion the other thing I'm going to add there and I haven't put it in our course is um, some YouTube videos as well, because the star Bethlehem ties into the moon, the red blood moon of the Easter, excuse me, the Easter um, moon as well, so we did a weekly Advent growing up, see all these people, the other thing we did, I will say, and I'm just going to grab this right now, I know I'm going to be gone for a second when we talk about Advent, is I mentioned this yesterday but we had an advent wreath that had your four candles and we lit them according to each week how many we did and then we read this book called Jotham's Journey so I will put a link to this as well our I would say one of our favorite books we ever read when I asked my kids what are your top ten books from homeschooling over ten years this was I think maybe on almost every single one of our kids books Um, there are some sequels I didn't really care for them because I thought they were a little more politically correct than biblically sound. But what I like about this is, okay, so this says week two, Monday, and then you read the story about Jotham's line, and pretty much every, and it's not very long, well. No. There we go and then at the end right here it has a biblical tie-in as well and it usually is at a cliffhanger because my kids were always going no don't stop dad don't stop keep reading so this is another great source that you can use and it's read aloud I told you I don't ever stop reading aloud you could use it for copy work you can use it for comprehension you can do all sorts of things you can use it for discussion there's a lot of things you could do i'm going to take a little break from those other resources um the other thing we love were books like a christmas carol or the best christmas pageant ever if you've read my blog post um, about tuesday on tuesday i have got a master class it's completely free called uh how to keep christ in christmas and i give you some examples of how our society is pulling it out and i think it was colorado that a, a parent did not want a school to go to a presentation of the best Christmas pageant ever. It was gonna be at a, um, I think it was at a church, but it's gonna be very theatrical. And they're gonna learn a lot about drama as well. But they didn't want them to go because there was a religious connotation. And I just wanna say, well, you know what? Even if I were an atheist and I were open-minded, I would want my kids to see all the different things. You know, I can take my kid and say, here's what an atheist believes. Here's what a Buddhist believes. Here's what this person and that person believes. I think it's important, but they they got all on their high horse because they didn't want them to do it because this does have a little bit of the story about Jesus being born in there as well. So it's a great story. Another... Uh, author richard paul evans has written a lot of christmas books i didn't discover these till my kids were older but they are some really sweet books as well and so he's got a whole series of collections that i think focus on the family actually puts out so those are some books that you can be reading during advent time and again you can use that for reading journals for writing for thinking skills all sorts of stuff now The other thing that i have mentioned but haven't really shown you much of is christmas around the world christmas around the world is a really great way to tie homeschooling in so what i'm going to do is talk about our christmas around the world unit and then i'm going to back down and show you the preschool unit as well so we have our christmas around the world unit study and it goes through five countries and it's going to give you a lot of information about what to do but first, it's going to give you some instructions and some ideas on planning your unit. As you plan your unit, basic suggestions. If you decide to develop your own unit, here you go. For each country, and then it tells you for each country what you're going to be studying and what you're going be going over. Now, um, okay, there we go. I don't know what that happened was okay so the other thing it's going to include how to say merry christmas in all these languages that is just for fun but let's look at germany so we have germany here and now there's a whole explanation about germany saint nicholas boniface and all sorts of things i didn't just print out all the writing i wanted to show you more of the activities that go along with it so after you go through and you study it and you look it up on the map then we have gingerbread ornaments that are from germany Um, oh I didn't connect these I never mind okay let me start over at the end of each one there's gonna be several um, activities and this is the one from Sweden so we have general activities the wreath the star the ornament we have some cooking activities and we have Christmas carols and then the lyrics you can find here because well I'll tell you in a minute so you have lyrics as well for each country at the end of the explanation of how they celebrate you've got these activities Then, some of the activities, you're going to have step-by-step instructions on how to do the crafts. This is a gingerbread ornament. If it's an edible one, this is from Mexico, the Christmas tree tostada. And so, there's how you would make a Christmas tree tostada. Afterwards, we have a whole section of Christmas Poetry and there's pages of Christmas poems you can memorize you can read you can use them for copy work You've got the freedom and you get to choose what and you don't need to do all of them And you don't need to do everything in this unit study Then at the end to help you stay organized Is a nice little quick reference chart. It's basically a lesson plan So we have the country the tradition the reading in the uh, this is in the Bible the book Or the Bible, Christmas carols that came from there, and then the printables or the activities as well. And so like Great Britain, we have some for England, Scotland, and Ireland as well. So this just helps you stay focused with all the information that's actually in the unit study as well. That to me, I did that in public school. We... Believe it or not, I stopped social studies, studying America history. And we, during that time between Thanksgiving, well first, actually the first week after Thanksgiving, we studied colonial Christmas, and then we did Christmas around the world. So everything between Thanksgiving and Christmas, even as a public school teacher, I tied it in to the holidays because I knew my kids were excited about that. So I was going to really uh, capitalize on that. Now, some of you've asked me about my preschool unit, which has some books that aren't Christmas around the world and some fun activities like The Candy Cane Story and The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, but it also has some ideas on um, Christmas around the world, so I printed some out because I know Leslie was asking for some samples, and I didn't have them at the time, and I haven't had time to make a PDF, so here is just a sample. This is Christmas in Germany. We've got the book, and it tells you what it's about, and it tells you what to teach, how to say Merry Christmas in German if you want to. And then we have an imaginative play. And here we have a giant felt uh, Christmas tree. See, when you have grandkids, you get to go back to preschool and kindergarten. But this is my granddaughter last year, or the year before actually, I think. And it just tells you some ideas of how you could use a felt tree on a wall. Then we have a song that your kids can learn, Oh Christmas Tree, and then some ideas here at the bottom. Next we have an art project, Christmas Tree finger paint. I'm sorry these aren't in color. I told the printer to print them in color. It didn't listen to me, and it didn't do that. But this is a finger, uh, you use finger paint to color, and then you decorate it with different things. Um. Then it talks a little bit about St. Nicholas Day and how you could celebrate. And then eat your way through school. Every country that we cover in the preschool has an eat your way through school. So this is the Christmas tree, edible Christmas tree. It is basically a sugar cone, ice cream cone. You decorate it with frosting uh, or you paint it, you cover it with frosting and then the kids are able to decorate it. We used mini M&Ms and big M&Ms as well and I guess we put a yellow M&M on the top for the star. That is probably my Christmas tree. It's probably not the preschool kids, probably not my grandkids. I actually don't remember. But I did say your kids may need help spreading the icing on the cone, but they can easily decorate with small candies. Then this is another one that's much more difficult. It is another Christmas tree that you swirl out um, uh, frosting. What was it? It's that candy stuff that you melt. And you do it on a pretzel, and then you stick it in a mini Milky Way, and then the kids get to decorate with the mini M&Ms as well. Again, your kids will enjoy putting the pretzel stick in the Milky Way and decorating the tree with small candies. You'll have to do the swiggles. This turns out really pretty, and it was actually really fun. I hope you can see it. So, And then the next page ends up on Sweden. Those are some of my... um, some of my resources. Now I do want to tell you, like I've told you that everything in our holiday store is 30% off uh, through Monday night, and the code is top October. Um, We have a, a bundle, two bundles. I've already told you about it on a post earlier today. Our advent prep tool, which includes Thanksgiving, the Christmas around the world and the Christmas celebrations, Advent Christmas and Epiphany. That's all bundled together. I think that's $27. If you would like the whole enchilada with the Star of Bethlehem, it comes with some extra things that I think are really helpful for moms. It comes with some recipe books, which are all fast and easy meals and crock pot, Instapot type recipes. And then it has a bunch of other recipe books, candies and cookies and that kind of thing. But it also comes with something that really you can't get anywhere else. And it's our Christmas Curl book that you can use to be able to use for copy work or to sing or to talk about what the Christmas Curls mean. There is a family traditions book where this was a few years back. I had people send me all their family traditions and then we organize them by topics so that you could look through them. Because I have people saying, we don't have any family traditions. I need help in this area. And so I pulled all of that together for them as well. There is a copy work for Christmas in that bundle, and so I, you can get a lot of extra stuff in the bundle. So it comes with a Star of Bethlehem, the Christmas celebrations, the Christmas around the world. It comes with um, Steve's uh, preparing, dad, preparing for Christmas, a Dad's Perspective, an audio. It comes with the recipe books. And then it comes with all these extra Christmas carols, family traditions, copy copy work, and those kinds of things as well. And then some surprise bonuses that I won't tell you, but it's always fun to get surprises. So uh, let's see who else. Oh, hello! Oh, More people are here. Christina, Advent one celebrated in our church. It wasn't in mine, but recently in my uh, we have started. I'm excited for the pre-K Christmas. It looks fun, fun. Hello, um, Delia, I hope I said that right, Carrie, Leslie, Christina, thank y'all for coming, I appreciate it. So. Um that's it, if you have questions about any of these, please let me know. One of the reasons I showed these pictures today is Leslie had asked me for some samples. So if you've got something that you want to see, let me know, I can leave comments. I can't post a brand new post on starting on Monday all through today, I can, uh, but I will try to help you. I can always uh, private message you anything that you need help with. So if you are considering one of these resources and you're just not really sure which one or how to use it here are my kids send me a message and just let me know and we'll figure something out for you so thanks for spending time with me i will be back at nine o'clock eastern eight o'clock my time central time i will be talking about how to have joy when the holidays are hard nothing to sell it is a personal story and i just pray and i will be praying that this is just an encouragement for you um that's taken me through a lot the last four years and I am finally at the point of being able to share some of my story I started this past summer I shared it in El Salvador a year ago and starting this summer I've started sharing more of it online so I would love to share that with you and just share with you not the problems that I've had but how you get to the other side and you have joy and peace I will end with this story I was talking to my son Hunter before we got on, and he is in Ecuador for a few months working, and I went to visit him in the end of October, and he said, "Mom," I said, Are, "Have you moved to Damianas Hostel?" "Oh yes," and she said, "Hunter, your mom is just such a happy person," and I thought, "Oh my goodness, seriously?" And he he his response to her, "Well, that's because she has Jesus." That made my day. That I because um, sometimes I don't feel like. It shines out, but I do think the more I trust in Jesus, the more it shines out, and I want to share because he is the only thing that's gotten me out of bed several times, and last holiday season, especially the week of Thanksgiving, Jesus is the only reason, I will tell you, that I got out of bed that entire week, so. I will see you back in about two and a half hours. I'm actually headed to my life group. I forgot that it was so close. And I will be back and talk to you later. Y'all have a great day. This is Carrie Beck with How to Homeschool My Child.